Major support for Out to Lunch Acadiana is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and by Business First Bank, with locations throughout the state, including Lafayette and Lake Charles, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank, banking with greater momentum at b1bank.com. Support also comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette. From Social on Johnson Street in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Professor of Finance and Director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch Acadiana. Business today is increasingly about information, technology, and service. Before this era, business wasn't so much about making things happen. It was simply about making things. Today on Out to Lunch, we're talking about people who make things with robots and steam. At the beginning of the 21st century, Missy Rogers and her husband Scott founded Noble Plastics with a bunch of employees who had no experience whatsoever making plastic products. Noble Plastics has continued on this path of local groundbreaking, creating a state-of-the-art manufacturing plant that today includes robotic plastic molding machines, automated monitoring, a design studio, and an Acadiana Small Business of the Year Award. Missy Rogers, welcome out to lunch. Thanks so much, Peter. Now, Jim, Jim Phillips calls himself, I love this, the founding evangelist and information officer of the Incubatrix. The Incubatrix is a free community building program based on STEAM, S-T-E-A-M, Science, Technology, Education, and Art Makers. The Incubatrix was launched in 2014 at the Lafayette Science Museum during the Steampunk and Makers Fair, which celebrates art and science through performance, presentation, and hands-on interactivity. Uh, Jim, welcome down to lunch. Thank you very much. All righty, I'm gonna start with Missy because that's the polite way to do things. They, uh, Missy, we, we, we'll get to the nuts and bolts of how you and Scott have grown your business in a moment, and it's a great story. But first, I'd like to know a little bit about what exactly is your business? I know you make plastic products on sophisticated machines, but what exactly are you making, and who do you make them for? Well, we started as an industrial manufacturer serving people in the area. Uh, we came from the oil field, we're very comfortable with heavy right. industry, and so we started with a lot of engineering materials, making strong precision parts for machines. But since we've diversified into a design studio, we work with inventors, and so we Whoa. make kitchen gadgets and sporting goods and things for the military. Um, we have a pretty great diversity in materials, customers, they're all over the world. Now, I have to ask you, Miss, did you see the um, economic, the oil downturn coming or you just thought it was good to be diversified? Well, diversification was important for us uh, because of our niche. We're not uh, specializing in medical or specializing in automotive. We're looking for those things that need a lot of precision and science to make them well. And we are, I think, uh, well recognized for performing well in that area. And, and I would imagine yeah, when you talked about that kind of precision, that's what kind of insulates you against just kind of cheap products coming from abroad and such. Certainly, certainly. Yeah, we don't compete with the industry as a whole. We, we 
the whole industry tends to be niche based. Yep. And because our niche is innovation, high performance and uh, specialty components, it's very safe from certainly non-domestic competition, but even among domestic competition, we kind of have a, a special fit just for us. You're running this business the kind of the way you wanted the business put together, and what was that? Well, having started my career right out of LSU at Texaco, I had seen the giant corporation. Now, you've got all the perks, but you've also got all the bureaucracy. Yeah. Then I'd gone into private consulting for a very tiny company in Baton Rouge, and so you had all the freedom and professional satisfaction, the opportunity to do interesting things, but you're on a shoestring. You're trying to make things work. And so when we started Noble, we said, we're going to cherry pick the best of both. What does that mean? Ping pong tables and... Uh it means fun Fridays. It means <laughs> pellet bag toss through uh, shapes. It means push broom races. It means um, <laughs> birthday days, uh, lunch, and ice cream. That, I bet you have great employee retention with that. I bet. The I think they enjoy it. <laughs> now, Jim, the word maker has recently found its way into our vocabulary. It, it refers to a movement of people who are taking manufacturing into their own hands, using everything from woodworking tools to 3D printers as a kind of reaction to mass production. Uh, in communities like Lafayette and the rest of Acadiana, I would have thought there's still a good number of people who know how to make and fix things the way their dad or their mom taught them. Is that true, or are you finding that this, this generation isn't much different from New Yorkers who barely know how to open a bottle? <laughs> Uh, this area is a very innovative, um, driven area. Um, it's what brought me here. Um, I'm more on the uh, creative side, but when you're talking about Noble Plastics, uh, all of the people there are completely sort of design and art driven. Right. Uh, the first time that uh, I went to Noble Plastics as uh, one of the founders of the Steampunk and Makers Fair, okay. um, we were going to leaders, makers, and um, we saw some very creative plastic items, even like uh, someone had invented uh, an arrowhead um, that they were manufacturing. Because they're hard to find on your own now. <clears throat> exactly. It, this was out of plastic, and it also had a charge on it. I thought it was pretty Whoa. brilliant. <laughs> And, and then we're, the, the Steampunk and Makers Fair was like a marriage of art and science. And uh, I will say that they came and um, they, they tossed something on the table that blew my mind, which was, uh, it was samurai armor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, and um, that is what drew me to this area. I'm an educator. And Where'd you I, come in from, Jim? I came from the Bay Area, okay. uh, San Francisco yeah. Bay Area. And um, I would say that, that, that since I've been here, I find that I function uh, better as an artist than as an educator. And uh, the Steampunk and Makers Fair and my Incubatrix uh, project, those are two examples of how I use art uh, for education. Um, the, the, the whole idea of the incubatrix, which Noble Plastics was a part of our first one at the Steampunk yeah. and Makers Fair, is to bring um, students together of different ages. Uh, you just find that peer teaching is a very effective way for 
children to learn. And then the idea was to also bring in um, people from the industries, innovative industries, and have them connect with the children. Basically, we had uh, junior, I think freshman high school students at the STEM high school here in Lafayette Public School. Um, they were hooked up with seniors from the industrial design department at UL. Then we had judges for a contest from uh, Noble Plastics, from Begno Manufacturing, also from the um, industrial design department. Uh, a senior staff member who was on the design team that designed the Mustang. Uh, it was it was an amazing event, and um, everybody is learned it an something. Event? In group. Uh, it, it is an annual event. Well, I've got to ask you something, Jim. Steampunk. I think <clears throat> a lot of people wouldn't get that right away. I think punk. I think punk rock. Am I going the wrong way? Yeah, yeah, you are. It's, um, <laughs> I, I I just say think. Um, Old Wild West, Jules Verne, 1800, innovation. It's, it's a, a literary genre where, um, uh, let's say, technology stopped its steam. And so steam and mechanical, and it, it's a, a popular theme. Wow. But Makers is the true uh, theme behind the Steampunk and Makers Fair. The Steampunk is a fun theme. <laughs> I'm glad. Now I'm doing much better. I was going to say. Now, Missy, Jim, I'd like to take a moment to introduce you to our entrepreneur du jour, uh, Spanky Mesh. Uh, we met Spanky through One Acadia, the organization that's leading economic development in Acadia Parish. Spanky is the founder of Spanky Small Engine and Motor Sales in Church Point. Uh, since its founding in 2010, Spanky's has grown and become a focal point for other businesses. In 2015, Spanky's won the Rising Star Award for Outstanding Sales and Service from International Power Equipment Manufacturer and Distributor, SCAG. Uh, Spanky, welcome out to lunch. How you doing, man? How you doing, Pete? Very good. Now, sometimes in a neighborhood or a small town, it just takes one person with vision to open a store or develop a building to bring bring out the entrepreneurial spirit in other people and spur economic activity that invigorates the whole town. Spanky, you seem to be that spark in Church Point. What's your background? Uh, where did you pick up the entrepreneurial bug? Well, I just like Church Point, man. Uh, that's where I'm from. That's where I was raised. I uh, left. You know, the first thing a kid wants to do when they sure. get out of high school is go get out of town. Where'd you go? What you oh, do? I went all over the place. We went pipeline, and I did that for about five years. Brought me all over the country. But then after about five years being gone, all you want to do is just go back home. And that's right. what I did. And that was a dream of mine to have a business. And that's where I, was, I started cutting grass for a living. And that turned into the zero-turn dealership. And then uh, turned into me buying a hardware store too. So I got Dago Hardware and Spanky's small engine and mower sales. Now is it like the game Monopoly? You trying to take up all the spots? No, I think I've, I've got enough. Uh, I bought the place where I'm at, and the hardware store is cat a corner across the street. So I'm just staying at that intersection. <laughs> <laughs> now these mowers, you uh. Do you rent them or sell them? Or? No, I sell them. I okay. sell them to the, uh, and I have residential customers, commercial customers. You see them going up and down the roads all over the place around here. Now, where do you think, uh, if you took like a protractor and 
drew it around Church Point. Where are the customers coming in from? Well, when I first started, it would come just from Church Point. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Right. Then it grew a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And this year, we've went all the way to Lake Charles. We went all the way to Crot Springs. I mean, Lions Point. We've, we're, we're, our cone is getting bigger and bigger every uh, every year. Now, a hardware store, I mean, I personally just love hardware stores. I always go, out, go in and think, how do they ever know what they've got in there? You know, it's uh, it's what, hard. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you know what to buy? Well, you just study. You study what they want, what they ask for. You listen. You you hear. You you know, and the people will tell you what they're wanting because, and that's what you look for. And the next time, that'll sell, and then it just goes up and up from there. You know. You know, I and when I see people get into a new business like that, I think. It would help if you could talk to other people in the business. Are there trade associations like for hardware and mowers? Or There is somewhat, but my biggest thing that I do is when I have a day off or something, I'll go to a hardware store that's away from me. Maybe like 50, with a mask 50, or something? Like no, a mystery shopper? I love that. Uh, 50 or 60 miles away oh. and talk to them, and they'll tell you what's going on. I mean, you don't want to go to the next, the next guy no, yeah, have yeah. Them out on the road. But, you know, the guy in Baton Rouge don't mind telling you his tricks because you're not even right. close to him, you know? They, uh, <laughs> so when I go on vacation in Alabama, I'm, I'm at a hardware store. Hey, what y'all doing, you know? Like you know that's busman's <laughs> holiday. Yeah, there's uh, wow. Now, uh, Jim, you, uh, you know, you, you, you told us a little bit about uh, uh, the, the, the company and the organization, but you... You have a very varied life. I mean, you're listed as farmer, storyteller. There's well, uh, let's see. The name of this program is Out to Lunch, right? Yes. And then, that's why we selected you. There's I, got, I got so many things going on, I'm out to lunch most of the time. Now, what is it? Is it ADD or what, why do you have all Could these? be. Could be. I'm going to let. I'm gonna leave that up to the professionals. I, I just uh, I have a wide variety of interests. Uh, I... My motto is that I'm highly motivated by fun. And um, fun is, uh, for some people, they call it work. But uh, if I have fun at something, I love doing it. And I have a, a lot of interest. So. And this seems to be a good community for, oh. for this. So. I, I moved from uh, the San Francisco Bay Area with a very successful business that, that was very satisfying um, because of the the creative nature of this community. So I moved here for the creative community. I got friends with small motor companies. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, plastic manufacturing, <laughs> metal manufacturing, um, all the musicians I want to be friends with, the artists. Um, this area is dynamic. And that's, uh, so I'm involved in a lot of things. I, I, I tell all my creative friends, uh, I just want to be in the middle of the fun. So, now Missy, how'd you get uh, started on the financial side? You know, I mean, uh, the, the equipment. I've been reading about the equipment. It's pretty expensive equipment. Oh, it is. Uh, you know, we have great local banks here, and there are several of them that work with small business owners or people that want to start. And so they were tremendously helpful in getting us a startup loan. Um, and then uh, I think really it was just a matter of growing the business conservatively yeah. I don't like debt right. and so making sure that we had a good plan for growth and and kind of like Spanky said you listen to your customers and they help guide where you expand and where you spend your money 
and uh, as long as you keep taking care of them mm-hmm. and they're successful, you can be successful too. <laughs> now, Missy, you came from the uh, the uh, the oil patch. Um, I would suspect that when you started, it was it's still pretty male dominated, but it was very male dominated. What what got you into it? Oh, Lord, my husband. Uh, <laughs> he was designing plastic products for an oil field company and was often on a plane to Michigan or Ohio or Illinois to have things made. And it really became a little bit of a soapbox for me. I started doing some research, like Spanky, I'm a pretty big reader, and I realized that Louisiana was the number one or two producer of plastic pellets in the nation but only the 37th when it came to converting them into product. We had all the plants, we had all the, the, the pipe, we had all the towers and the converters, and yet we weren't making things. And so it kind of became a bit of a mission. Is hey, you can stay home more and help me with these kids, because they were little then, <laughs> and uh, we can make stuff. And it's, it's a tremendously rewarding. I, I guess maybe because I'm a girl, I look at it more as the... You know, giving birth to a product, yeah. but there's something so special about having a client standing next to you. I mean, I've had them literally bring champagne like it was a birth, and the first time that tool opens and that part falls out, and you're the first person to ever see it and hold it, and it works. It's a real celebration, <laughs> and uh, we've been a part of a, a, that for a number of people. It's very, very rewarding. Like, like Jim says, makers and creative people, innovators, they're all around us. I, I think that's a particularly strong trait in the Lafayette area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that Cajun ingenuity, you know, we're gonna find a way. Where does the money come from for incubators? Would it? Well, um, from manufacturers, yeah, we think like Noble, Noble Plastic guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely as being one of the sponsors for the Steampunk and Makers Fair. And I think it's safe for me to say that um, that this area in Lafayette can look for an official makers fair uh, in the future, which is worldwide. Started in California in a town that I know well called San Mateo, California. And the last I heard, like you know, on a given day, there would be 100,000 or more people at their festival, the makers wow. festival. Um, we're gonna have to get more crawfish. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a we're talking about people here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when mm-hmm. I hear anyone talking about what they're doing, I can I can see those conversations going on because that's the nature. It's called quality of life, mm. and and that's why we're here yep. is because of the quality of life and the quality of relationships. Now this is the part of the show folks where we do the checklist it's a usually take a small break and ask you a quick question you probably wouldn't find on a on a loan application i'm going to start with spanky there they um spanky how do you recharge your batteries and i i don't i don't think mm. yes not the batteries that are running yeah. the, the mower this is uh, a right. personal ones yeah yeah we got the, the, there's two different answers okay so in that one there um i is that pre-bar ride. or post-bar <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, when I have enough, I just take a ride somewhere hmm. for Driving. the day. I just drive. I'll drive two, three hours away and get my thoughts back and, and come back and I'm ready to go again, you know? Now, if you drive two or three hours south, you end up in the Gulf. So the well, others that's would usually be where I end up. By really? Okay. Beach Cameron area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and you kind of it's like uh, therapy. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, the, the I'm a big fan of the beach, ocean, yep. you know, this and that. And I mean, sometimes I'll seriously just drive out there, look at it, stay for about 15 minutes, turn around, and come on back. <laughs> And that, that's just a, a typical Sunday. <laughs> Do you have a favorite road song you drive to? Uh, well, uh, pretty much all Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh, there. <laughs> that is that is actually pretty appropriate. That's the, uh, right. Now, Jim, um, we talk about how diverse uh, your life is now. When you, what were your career plans when you were back in college? Wow, um, I started out as a uh, theater major. And then went into, I had sort of double theater and social psychology. I, I, I see social psychology as theater, just sort of everyday drama and interactions <laughs> of people. Um, I, I very quickly looked at the, uh, let's say, theater and film industry and felt that, whoa, do I want to spend my life waiting on tables <laughs> looking for the opportunity? And I chose not to. Um, I did a variety of things, but I settled on education. I went back to school, got my master's in ed, and I opened a school uh, in California, and it was I ran it for 28 years wow. before I moved to uh, Was it like Louisiana. a charter school? It or? was a Montessori school, oh, which is, uh, let's not get into it, but uh, basically a school that looks at different ages of children and you try and create a learning environment that meets their developmental needs. That's uh, it in short. And I will also add that, that my whole approach is art-based. That uh, I believe that um, when you take humanity, the humanities out of um, education, you get people that can't relate to other people. So uh, I think that is true. This culture, music, dancing, good food, uh, and great service at all of the businesses. Mm -hmm. That's uh, mm -hmm. quality now, of life. Now, yeah. Missy, last but not least, uh, what is your greatest extravagance? Ooh, I tend to be pretty practical, so. Uh, yeah, I know there's no debt in the company. This. <laughs> this may not. Uh, this may not sound extravagant to you guys, but cake pops. Oh my God, I love cake pops. Cake pops. Yeah. Wow. They're. You know, they're amazingly good. You, have, you had them, right? I never had them. What? Tell oh, us about oh, cake Peter, pops. Oh, Peter, we got to get some cake pops. the host pops. is supposed to say now, right? <laughs> my my, my sister-in-law makes them. You basically make cake. Yeah. And then tear it up and put all the icing in it and ball it up and then dip it in chocolate. Ooh. What's not to love, right? Oops. Is it on yeah. a stick? It's often on a stick. Wow. I know. Ooh, that, I like that. I think isn't I just that amazing? Two pounds. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> just just hearing about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a call in from the Surgeon General. He thinks that's a great idea, actually. It uh, sounds good. Caloric fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I understand better why you have push broom races and things like that at work. There's <laughs> we need it, right? That all fits together. They, uh, it's like, what, one of the questions I was going to ask you, though, is uh, about Home Depot as, as a competitor and such. Um, that big versus small uh, part, do you think the fact, do you think it's people in Acadiana are just more likely to shop small? shop local than other I places? I think it's turning to that because of, like I said, I have the hardware store and I have Spanky, so I see on both sides of it. Whereas when you come to my store, I have three employees to a 10,000 square foot building. 
Whereas you go to Home Depot, you'll be in a hundred thousand uh, square foot building, and you'll have three workers. <laughs> you know? I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna wait for you to. Do. And Absolutely. that's you know when when a guy walks into my store, he's greeted with someone. How can I help you? How can and we walk straight to it, check them out, and they go about their business. You know, whereas you'll sit for an hour looking for people going around these big box right. stores and stuff like that. I think Louisiana people care about that. I think yeah, I think you're doing the right it's thing. Service. That's all <laughs> that's what they want. Missy Rogers, Jim Phillips, Spanky Mesh, there are some extraordinarily successful big businesses in Acadiana, but the heart of the region is and I and we'll probably always be small businesses with big personalities. And I think we amply demonstrated that here today. It's been great to meet you. Missy, Jim, Spanky, thank you so much for taking the time out to join me for Out to Lunch. Well, thank you Thanks, for having Peter. us. Our it's, pleasure, it's I'm sure. Fun. You're a good gang. You ought to hang out together more. That's right. There's a <laughs> Have some cake pop. Yes, that's right. absolutely. That's right. I think there's a cake pop party in the making. <laughs> yep. Yep. My guests at Out to Lunch today have been Missy Rogers, president of Noble Plastics, Jim Phillips, founding evangelist and information officer of the Incubatrix, and Spanky Mesh, the founder of Spanky's Small Engine and Mower Sales in Church Point. You can find out more about Missy's Plastics, Jim's Incubatix, and Spanky's Small Engines by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Social Southern Table and Bar in Lafayette. Social Southern is open six days a week for lunch and dinner with brunch on Sundays. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show is engineered by Chris Keough. Our deep digging researcher is Dominic Lloyd. Our theme song, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Our Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prado, Zach Barker, and Dr. Blake Escadet. You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows, and you keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites. It's Acadiana.com and krvs.org. If you want to know what we look like, and I think we are a particularly good-looking group. I just want to say so myself. Yeah, they, you can see photos from this show on our website and Facebook pages. Support for Out to Lunch comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette, located off Pinhook near Calise Saloon. Wyndham Garden Lafayette features newly renovated sleeping rooms, public space, and meeting rooms. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the lunch table for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch Acadiana is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S. Providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com And by Business First Bank with locations throughout the state including Lafayette, and Lake Charles, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank, banking with greater momentum at b1bank.com. Support also comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette.